0: And ghoulies, and welcome to a very spooky Halloween episode of Cold Cuts, The show where nobody here, including mostly me, has even read the script. That's right. You do not hear anything that's rehearsed. It's all us hearing the, the script at the exact same time. You are. So all of the acting is. Cold, and we are beginning a brand new story with a brand new cast this week. So, uh, giving you all treats and no tricks. You're welcome with all of the strings that I had to pull to make sure that you weren't tricked. The author is Ian O, and the entire Cold Cuts concept is based on the work of Declan Grogan. This week's this brand new story that we have going for us is titled, How'd You Survive the 21st Century? Southern California is a melting pot of culture, and for many first-generation Asian Americans, unless they've left the state, they've never truly experienced life as a minority. It's 2040, it, eh, it is 2042, and Nicholas Chion has a history project on the life of Generation Z. His parents, John and Alexis, need to answer different questions on what society was like growing up. John and Alexis tell their story of how they and their three best friends survived in Southern California. They tackle issues and find themselves as they go through a rapidly changing world in regards to social media, education, race, and every other thingabobber that marks the beginning of the 21st century. And it is my honor and pleasure to be introducing your cast for How to Survive the 21st Century. Cast members, when I introduce you, please give your name, please give the character that you are playing, and tell us a little bit about how you feel like the world has changed since you yourself was a child. Obviously, we can't discuss the script right now because we don't know. But let's get some talk going about the theme and what changes you've seen in your life. All of us are different ages, so we all probably have very different perspectives on what has and has not changed since we were small. So I can't wait to hear what you have to say. I can't wait for the discussions that we're going to be having for the rest of this story. So first off, I would like to introduce Carl Jung.
1: Hello, my name is Carl Chung. I play the role as John Chun in The Cold Cuts, and it's an honor to have me here, and I promise I'll do my best. I, For me, I guess this show is more of relatable not because of one's background and where they came from, but also it has to do more with the idea of, I guess, a human connection and and understanding of how a human being interacts with one another. I don't exactly have any predictions. All I hope is that this thing goes well. And is there anything else you you need me to say or?
0: Is there anything else you want to say? Uh, I'm not the boss of you, Carl.
1: John seems like a pretty fun guy to hang out with. So I'll give it my best. That's all I got to say. Thank you.
0: Your best is going to be fantastic. We're all looking forward to it. I know it (laughs) will. Up next, we have Crystal Lee. Hello.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. I'll be playing the part of Josie uh, or Josephine as well as Eileen. And I'm really looking forward to really exploring the dynamic of as a first gen Asian American, it's really exciting to see more portrayal in media these days, which is like a huge change from growing up. Didn't have like pretty much any role models. It was all just like Mulan and the rest I had to get from anime. But yeah, no, I I grew up in an area that actually was shockingly majority Asian uh, in the States. And it wasn't until going to college that I I made a lot of friends who had very different experiences, like being the only Asian person in their entire school growing up. So it's like we all come from like super diverse backgrounds and like having had like a wide range of experiences growing up. So it's going to be cool to explore that here. Yeah, that's all for
0: me. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Up next, we have Jacob Sung.
3: Hi, everybody. My name is Jacob. Uh, My pronouns are he, him. And Unlike a lot of my uh, fellow cast, I'm actually in high school. So as for what's changed, I'm not sure if I can really speak that much about that. But what I'm feeling is like sometimes I imagine like how my life will be in college because from where where I am right now, like I live in sort of a bubble. All my friends, well, most of them are Asian. And I'm just excited to see that, see how that'll change and how being in this kind of Asian environment will affect how I see things in the future when they come to me. And uh, yeah, can I talk about uh, how things have changed more about race or about just things in general from like the 21st century?
0: Whatever you'd like to discuss. It's an open discussion, open forum. So please share your thoughts.
3: Okay. Yeah. So like social media is one thing and I'm going to sound like super old saying this, but it's, I really feel like this as in like, I wasn't built for uh, Instagram. Like when I use it, I feel a drain on me and it's horrible. And I keep doing it. It's like Stockholm syndrome. Like God, get me out of here. But I keep doing it because you got to keep up, keep an appearance. But do I really have to? I don't know. Uh, I'll find out when I get older, I suppose. But yeah, that's all I have to say. And I'm Kellen, and I hope I can uh, do a good job with this. I'll try my best.
0: We know you'll do a good job. Thank you. Look, you would, none of you would be here if we didn't believe in you. Up next, we have Lisa Von Waiter. Hi, Lisa Lisa I'm playing
4: Lexi. And as far as things have changed, I would say two things. One, we're able to like talk about things more, it feels like. It feels like it's easier to start a conversation and get people talking. And then two, going back to Crystal's point about representation, that's just gotten a lot better over the years. And it's so fun to see so many different kinds of people gracing the screen. So it's really exciting to kind of be part of one of those. And I'm personally really excited to act like I'm in a group of Asian friends because I didn't have that growing up at all. So
5: this is going to be super fun. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And last but not least, Astrid W.S. Hi, I'm Astrid. I'm playing the role of Jackie, which is kind of funny because I think she's the youngest and I am the oldest. So I am from the era of pink hot razor phones and dial up, if you guys still remember that stuff back when Facebook was invite only, and there was like nobody on it. So things have definitely changed since I was younger. And I'm just really excited about how everything is, you know, fresh and we haven't seen the script. It's an entirely new platform. Um, that's just gonna be really exciting moving forward. Yeah,
0: you mentioned you haven't seen the script at all. Does anyone want to share any kind of predictions just going off what you know now and what other people have discussed? Any ideas of what you have? Any ideas of what you want to see? What points you hope will will come up? I'm personally excited because I know that my
4: character ends up married to another character. And I'm pretty sure that's like, like we already know at the beginning in the summary, but then we're going back to a time when they like weren't together yet. So it's not going to be a will they, won't they, because I know the ending to that part. But I am excited to see how it gets there.
0: Right. And just for our audience's edification here, they the actors have received character packets that do have the basics. So Lisa is aware that her character is married, but any other circumstances beyond some of the basics. Not going to know. Not going to know the script. They don't know the plot. They don't know anything else beyond that. But they do have some character basics just so they know. Kind of a little bit of what what vantage point to go into. So yes, thank you so much for bringing that up. Anyone else have any insights they'd like to share? Thoughts, hopes, and dreams.
3: So uh, my character is Kellen, and he's in my character packet. He said it was a so kind of like doggy dog, dog. And, he, and he kind of covers up his some of the perhaps traumas he went through as a child through that tough outer exterior. And in some ways, I feel like this is a caricature of me because I do do stuff like that sometimes. And yeah, I'm just really excited to see what happens. I actually don't know what's going to happen. I know there's going to be some relationship trouble, which is a uh, yay. That's all.
0: That's awesome. I'm just as excited to see everything as you are, and I'm very honored to be here working with all. of of you and to discuss all of the, the interesting themes that are going to be present here. So if you would like to get started, Platform, could you please send the actors their very first scripts for How'd You Survive the 21st Century? Yeah, Yeah, Crystal, I see you shaking uh, your bottle. You, you excited to? <laughs> I'm ready. I've got my phone ready. Email's open. Refreshing. Come on. Awesome. Hey, make sure to give me a thumbs up whenever you are ready to go.
2: Almost gave the up. Thumb- Thumbs up.
0: <laughs> Look, I'm excited too, Crystal. I'm not here to judge. I am here to have flashbacks to Astrid talking about 50, uh, dial up internet. Uh, I remember when it took eight hours to download a JPEG. Dark days. Yeah. I remember having to ask my parents, do you plan to use the phone
5: so I can hop on the internet? Or those floppy disks? Oh, yeah. They're probably like really good coasters now. Like, I do use them as coasters, actually. <laughs> I have a uh, zip disks too. I don't even know what those are. I think they were like hyper disks that you kind
0: of, this, the process was similar to CDs. Oh, you almost had to like burn. I don't know if they're coasters now. All right, that's everyone. I am very, very, very excited. This is How Do You Survive the 21st Century? Episode one, social media, written by Ian O, scene one.
3: Hey dad, um, How did life change before and after the rise of social media and the internet?
1: Is this for school? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Before, we played outside. After, we stayed in. Dad,
3: yes, but I also want to know what growing up was like for you. So, like, real answers, please. I need to creatively display what life was like from the 2000s to 2025.
1: All right, all right. Well, for one, with the internet... I wouldn't ask my parents these questions. I'd ask Google. Oh, never mind. Where's mom? Upstairs. Mom? Yeah? Could you help me with this
3: project? Dad's being annoying.
4: I'll come down after I finish grading these papers. Like
2: 15 minutes. Okay. One day I'm going to teach kids in college just like mommy. Uh,
3: mom is a professor of sociology. The only thing you'd be able to teach is how to be an ugly little sister. Nico, be nice to Eileen.
2: <laughs> what even is this project?
3: Geez, so much sass for a 10-year-old. Well, if you must know, it's from my AP U.S. history class. Um, a project on life at the beginning of the 21st century because of all the change with technology and social movements or whatever. Dad, come on, just this first question. What was life like with social media?
1: Fine. It was the summer of 2016. That was when I met your mother for the first time. It was in our favorite restaurant growing up. Mo Schmoe's. <laughs> Summer 16 was a movie.
5: Scene 2. I don't know, Kellen. I barely survived middle school.
3: Well, I'm a Thrive. The food chain is bigger in high school. At least that's what my brother said.
2: Don't worry, Jackie's just trying to scare you. It's actually going to be like High School Musical. Hopefully, but... IDK, and I don't care. As long as I find cute boys like in the movies.
5: Really, Josie? So there's gonna be boys like Logan Lerman? Yeah, and I would ship you guys so hard. <laughs> we'll all go on dates together. Us with our boys
0: and Kellen with his girlfriend. The doorbell to the restaurant rings.
3: Yeah, that'd be fun. But uh, anyways, I have the ultimate plan to get to the top. Step one, join the volleyball team. The athletes are always popular.
1: Why would you join volleyball? That's like going to Del Taco when you have Chipotle. Hi, John. What's up? What's the tea? Did you guys order yet?
5: No, we didn't order. We're just talking about what high school is going to be like. Jackie's phone rings with a notification. Oh, I got my daily horoscope.
1: High school in a week. <laughs> I'm hyped. I'm going to play basketball, which is the Chipotle in your Del Taco of volleyball. Uh, Straight A's are a must. And, I don't know, meet new people, of course.
5: <sighs> Easy for you to say. You're an Aries.
1: Astrology is not real, Jackie.
5: Easy for him to say because John talks so much when he meets new people. It's
2: like non-stop, like seventh graders saying, damn, Daniel.
1: I do not talk too
3: much. Yes, you do. Jackie, you say one thing when you meet new people. What's your sign? You just nod your head all shy and make it awkward for everyone. You're a turtle with anxiety.
5: Hey, at least she doesn't bag on her friends just to look cool in front of new people. Bro, what? When we were playing volleyball at the park, you talked trash every time you scored a point just because you wanted to impress those Wilkie middle school kids.
3: Dude, it's it's sports. That's what you're supposed to do.
5: You called her a limp shrimp when she served. Wah,
3: wah. Like, you're perfect when you talk to strangers. Uh,
2: I am perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what,
2: what is it, then? What My stranger behavior.
1: Go to that girl sitting along over there and get her snap or Instagram.
0: <laughs> Easy. Josie walks over to Lexi, the girl sitting alone.
1: I wonder if that girl is pretty. Well,
3: her hair is not ombre, so you know she's not an ABG.
5: Oh my gosh, look at Josie. She's like a cat going through a seizure.
3: Let's call her the uh, gesticulation jester. Is she doing the hotline bling?
0: While talking with Josie, Lexi turns her head toward the trio.
1: Damn.
5: She looks like a Disney princess. She looks Korean. A Korean Mulan.
1: Why Mulan?
5: Well... There's no other Asian princess. Josie says bye to Lexi and starts walking back towards the group. I got her Instagram.
2: Unless there's anything else I did. My stranger behavior is normal behavior. Are you
5: serious? Josie, you...
3: You were right. We're just messing with you.
1: So, what's her at, Anne?
5: Oh, why are you so eager?
2: Well, I... Ah, you should go get it yourself.
1: What? Why? You literally just got it.
2: What, you getting scared? Don't you have an award in
0: public speaking or something? Or do you only get butterflies for girls? John gets up as if to prove a point and walks over to Lexi.
1: Hi! Uh, my friend Josie just talked to you. I I like your shirt, by the way. Uh, sorry, so, so my name is John. John Chun.
4: Alexis Kim. My friends call me Lexi, or my friends did call me Lexi. I just moved to Orange County.
1: It's nice to meet you, Lexi. Where are you from? I'm from here, well, because, yeah, um, I live here, which is obviously, uh... Why is he shaking your hand? Is this a business meeting or something? I was just about to order. C- c- could I get you something? You can hang out with us and eat, too. That way you can make friends. Uh, n- not that you can't make friends on your own, but... I'm down. Perfect. Thanks.
0: John and Lexi get up to order together.
2: <laughs>
5: Look at John making moves. That could have been you, Kellen.
3: Nah, I don't. Not my type.
5: What is your type? You've never had a girlfriend before, huh?
3: I mean, no, but you've never had a boyfriend before.
5: Hey, what do you think she's gonna order? If I was her, I'd get the most
2: expensive thing on the menu, which is the whole chicken that feeds a family of five.
5: What, you think John will order for us too? I think so. My horoscopes today said that as long as I'm impatient, I will be surprised by others' generosity.
3: Oh, gee, really? Now, wow, I did not know astrology was so powerful. Perhaps I will look into my signs.
5: After
0: waiting a bit for John and Lexi to come back with food, Josie opens her phone. Dude, her Instagram is like so aesthetic. Her bio says she came from South Dakota. Her
5: visco is so nice. Wait, does she have a boyfriend?
3: What? Let me see.
5: This picture from a year ago and from South Dakota. She's in SoCal now. So, no? I'm gonna say no. Let me record them. John's so lovey-dovey. He'd want
2: a memory of him meeting his wife for the first time, right?
1: They're coming back with food. And Nico, right then and there, was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. I was walking back with the food, and I swear to you there was a banana peel on the floor. It's like the movies and the games. Bananas are really slippery. Why was it there? I don't know. Why did no one notice it before? I don't know, but I slipped, carrying two milkshakes and the Shmoe's family chicken box. (laughs) (laughs) Dude! did you even slip on? You're drenched in milkshake. You look like the
3: meme of the peanut butter baby.
2: LaVelle, I got it all on camera.
4: Are you okay? Uh, <laughs> Let me help you up.
3: Why is there a banana on the floor?
1: Did you slip on a banana? What is this, a Mario Kart?
4: Uh,
1: this is so embarrassing.
2: Hey, 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 be nice. John, you're just lucky it wasn't a blue shell.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, it already has a hundred views on YouTube.
5: You were recording me? (laughs) She did say she got it all on camera. Lexi, what's your Instagram? I'll give you my at and Josie's at. Josie. uh, Josie just posted it on Insta too.
1: How did you even post it so quick? Why are
5: you doing this to me? (laughs) Maybe you'll go viral.
3: Eh, it's not that easy to go viral. There's always gonna be that one person who thinks it's fake. You could be Kim Kardashian to everyone.
5: Hey,
2: Kim K is a queen. She may be plastic, but she's still a queen. John could be our Kim K.
4: Ugh,
1: whatever. The video's not too big a deal. I'm over it. I'm not embarrassed. I just need to get out of these clothes.
4: I have a jacket in my backpack if you want to try. It's probably small, but it's better than having milkshake and grease all over you.
1: Really? I don't want to rip it or anything.
0: Here. It's okay if it rips. It's just a jacket.
1: Thanks, Lexi. You're a superstar.
0: I'll be back. John walks to the restroom to change. The Mo Schmo's
5: employee comes over to help clean it up with the friends.
0: OMG, it has a thousand
2: views on YouTube.
5: No way. Is it going to go viral? How is that even possible? You just posted it. John comes back from the restroom in Lexi's jacket. <laughs> oh my gosh, you look like you're in spandex.
1: I know. It doesn't zip up all the way, but that's okay. It's just until I get home. So what's going to get viral? Not the video. You just posted it a few minutes ago.
4: The video. It already has a thousand views.
1: What? We're going to high school next week. Josie, you have to take it down. I can't be labeled the loser on the first day of high school. I can't be the milkshake guy or the fail guy. I have a reputation to hold.
2: Okay, okay. I am so sorry. Jeez, I'm sorry the perfect John Chun is going to be embarrassed for the first time in his life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Josie.
2: I'm not taking it down.
1: Bro, please.
3: You won't be the milkshake guy. You'll be the milkshake guy. This is good for you, bro. You'll have clout. People love clout. Even if you're embarrassed now, you'll do better in high school later. You'll start higher on the food chain.
4: I don't know how different school is going to be here, but in South Dakota, you going viral would make you the most popular person in school.
2: You're from South Dakota? They make people in
5: in South Dakota?
1: Josie.
5: Josie, you already knew she was from South Dakota. You looked at her profile.
2: Oh, Jackie, come on! (laughs) Yeah, Lexi, I was stalking your Instagram. You have a really cute feed.
3: Isn't that place just corn or something?
4: Pretty much. That's why I'm glad to be here.
3: There aren't many Asians in South Dakota, huh?
4: Nope. I was the only Korean girl at Fields Middle School. Our mascot was Cameron the Corn. South Dakota is not real.
1: Come on, you guys.
4: Very different from Orange County. This is a culture shock. I'm not used to this many Asians.
5: I don't get why John is afraid of the video going viral, but he isn't embarrassed wearing that.
1: Hey, don't attack Lexi's jacket. It's a nice jacket. Yes, but it's not nice on you. You look like Shrek. Hey, Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Okay, Shrek, we're still hungry, but you fumbled the chicken. That was Lexi's order, not your order.
4: Well, I did order it to share with everyone.
5: Girl, I like you.
1: See, John? You just had to slip on a banana. Okay, then. Do you have money on you? It was like 40 bucks. No.
5: It's okay. Having money won't matter for John when he's rich and famous because of the video. He could buy endless buckets of chicken.
1: Ah, uh, what are the likes and views like?
5: Uh, I
2: think it's plateauing. It has only 200 likes on Instagram. Eh, I thought I'd become IG famous. I'm removing it from my profile.
1: Oh, now you delete it. You won't delete it when your friend asks you to because he's embarrassed, but you do when it doesn't meet your expectation of likes. Uh,
2: Hey, it also makes my feed ugly. Not the most aesthetic moment, John. Not that aesthetic of a look on you now either.
1: Well, Josie, I'm glad you're deleting it.
2: I'm archiving it.
1: Not deleting it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Same thing. Not the same. Dad, that's not much on social media. I'm not done. You would think that was the end of it because Aunt Josie archived. but no. She only took it off Instagram, not YouTube. So, did you go viral? A week passed, and that meant school started. It was the first day of freshman year.
0: Scene 3, 2016. John meets up with his friends before lunch begins.
1: Josie, why did some random junior come up to me and call me the milkshake kid? I've been called Banana Buddy 13 times and Chicken Magnet 6 times today. I thought you took it down.
2: I did, and then I put it back up this morning. What? But- but you deleted it! I, no, no, I told you I archived it. Not the same. I unarchived it on IG. Why? When I came to school, there were some kids watching it on YouTube. You didn't take it off YouTube? I told you I only took it off Insta, not YouTube. Then why is it back on your Insta? Well, it went viral on YouTube, so I unarchived it on Insta. I've gained like 2,000 followers on Insta since. Uh, oh, are you mad because I didn't tag you? Look, I'm sorry. I'll tag you in the video. That's not why
3: I'm... Hey, John. What, Kellen? You slipped on a banana peel and spilled milkshake all over yourself. Embrace it. You are Banana Buddy. You are the Milkshake Kid.
1: This is your origin story. Kellen, shut up. Why the duck am I called the Banana Buddy and the Milkshake Kid?
5: Hey, Milkshake Kid. My horoscope said today was a day where I find my true friends. I have Josie, Kellen, our new friend Lexi, and now the Milkshake Kid. John was simply an imposter. Milkshake Kid is from Josie's video, and then Banana Buddies from a remix. John, you're a meme.
1: Uh, Oh yeah, here's your jacket back. Thanks, John. I'm so embarrassed right now. The remix is pretty good too. Have you heard it? It has like two million views.
2: The original has four million views. Your mom, 69, just commented, OMG, this kid is in my biology class. I go to school with a famous person.
5: How does the remix go again? Do, 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 dude, what did you even slip on? B a n a n a banana, he is a banana buddy. Do, 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 banana buddy, do, 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 do.
1: Oh my gosh, let me see the comments.
4: Percy Jackson Lover 2001 commented, Wait, I saw this guy in the hallways at school. Why is he low-key cute?
1: See, it's good for you. These have to be fake.
2: They're not wrong. Not because you're cute, because you are the chicken magnet.
1: All right, fine. Maybe it isn't as bad as I thought, but still. Look at this comment. I'd hate to be this kid. So embarrassing. Well, duck you, Brent Brent the Anderson one What the shit? This asshole said the title of this video should be The Asian Kid Couldn't See the Banana Peel Because His Eyes Were Too Small. Ducking racist.
0: The bell for lunch rings.
3: Bro, there's always gonna be racist people. It's easy to say the stuff behind
1: the screen. <sighs> Whatever. Let's get lunch.
0: Scene four. The lunch period
4: begins. Why are there so many kids running to the lunch line? It's not the Olympics.
3: Yeah, my brother specifically told me not to do that. He said that spring to the lunch line perpetuates
1: freshman stereotypes.
2: Well, that might be one of the smartest things I've ever heard you say.
1: Do we have to walk through the middle of the quad? Everyone is looking at me.
5: Everyone receives an airdrop
1: notification.
5: Who's Kevin Wynn and why is he airdropping to us? I accepted it. (laughs) It's a video of John walking. Wait, it's us. Hey, people are recording us too.
3: I told you, John, becoming a meme is going to be the best thing for us. You are internet royalty right now. And now we're getting our recognition too. We are your entourage.
1: Oh my gosh. This is so freaking embarrassing. Nah,
3: this is so freaking awesome.
1: Dude. Why is everyone on their phone right now? I hate that our generation is so attached to social media that we have to be on it every single moment of our lives. Have some real interaction instead of sharing videos and mistakes of other people's lives.
2: Oh, get over it, John. You're just saying that because you're in the hot spot right now.
5: But isn't it cool, you know, to be famous?
1: What? No. I mean, I always thought about becoming famous, but I didn't want it to be off of a meme.
5: Uh, I'm going to go grab a table. I brought my lunch so I don't need to go to the line. Yeah, me too. I'm on a new diet I found
2: on YouTube where you only eat paper and drink water. Don't worry, it's edible paper. I think Kylie Jenner was doing it.
3: Well, it must be true if it's on the internet, huh? Yeah, my brother told me that the trick to getting your lunch is by getting it later than when the lines are shorter.
1: Doesn't that mean you just wait longer than everyone else to get your food? He's a senior, John. I think he would know. All right, man. You do you. I guess it's me and you, Lexi.
0: Kellen, Jackie, and Josie grab a table while John and Lexi go to buy lunch. Scene 5. John and Lexi just got out of the lunch line.
1: So, you got a Caesar salad and a banana with an orange juice.
4: And you got a spicy chicken sandwich, carrots, and two milks. Here, I think you should have the banana. It sits you. Then you could be my banana buddy.
1: Wow. I thought you were on my side this entire time. But no, Alexis Kim. You just joined the dark side.
4: Sorry, I'm sorry. The opportunity presented itself, and I took it. I'm just lucky to be able to grab lunch with the most famous person at Landau High School. John, three girls in that line asked for your Instagram, and the basketball player said hi to you.
1: Maybe I'm overreacting, but it was just embarrassing because it was literally within the first 15 minutes of meeting you. And first impressions are important. It was fine.
4: It was a good memory. Also, I think you're getting special treatment because I only got one apple juice while you got two milks.
1: I guess it has its perks. Don't worry, Alexi. I won't forget you when I have thousands of followers on Instagram. Here. To level the playing field, I'll drink one of the milks right now so we both have one. And so, Nico, I attempted to open my milk while walking with my lunch in the other hand. Opening milk is a two-hand job. Two hands. Your mom warned me.
4: John, watch your step.
1: Oh my gosh. Thanks. I almost stepped on another peel. Jeez, I wouldn't survive without you.
4: Wait, John!
2: What
1: happened? Well, when I turned around to talk to your mom and avoid the banana peel, I was walking backwards with my lunch and my milk box open. I tripped on someone's backpack. No! Yeah, Nico. I tripped on someone's backpack. Guess whose backpack that was? The captain of the volleyball team. I spilled milk all over myself and the captain. I had to wear your mom's jacket again. It was bad. When I told your uncle, Kellen, he was not happy.
0: Scene 6. John and Lexi walk back to their friends from the line.
1: You did it again. First day of school, and you are
3: really reinforcing your reputation for tripping and slipping. How did
1: you know that?
0: Uh, it's
2: all everyone's talking about. There's another video on YouTube. The
1: sequel. What? Why is everyone always videotaping everything? Why does everyone need video evidence for what they saw? Can't we just go back to good old-fashioned storytelling?
5: You've got to have the receipts or no one believes you. I like this new outfit you're wearing. A Hannah Montana shirt with some gym shorts. Looking fresh.
4: I did offer him my jacket, but we decided going to the lost and found was better. The secretary lady in the office asked for a picture with John.
3: I guess straight A's for John this year, since the staff knows he is, too.
1: Kells, you know the guy I spilled milk over?
3: Yeah. That guy's probably getting called a loser because of you. Sucks to suck. Now, he's at the bottom of the food chain.
4: He's the captain of the volleyball team.
3: John, why? Out of all the people in this school, why did you have to milk him? The one guy in this entire school who is higher on the food chain than me?
2: Uh, then according to you, you must be the lowest in all of school.
3: Damn it, Bro. He probably knows I'm friends with you because I've been hanging out with you the entire day. Dude, my chances of making the volleyball team are done. I'll have to join some sorry sport like tennis.
1: You've literally learned how to play tennis. I swore that all Asians have.
5: No, that's piano.
3: I lied. You going viral was not good. It puts me in a very vulnerable position.
4: Don't worry, Kellen. He was a good sport. John apologized and we helped him clean up. He said it was fine as long as John tries out for the volleyball team.
1: Yeah, it's okay. I don't even want to make the other team. No, I don't even want to make the team. He said to bring other friends to try out, so you'll be fine. I still have to deal with all this people recording me. I've been DM'd seven times today with either a bucket of chicken, milk, or banana.
5: Oh yeah, but how many followers do you have now?
1: Well, I've had 603, but now I have like 11,000.
5: See? I told you you wouldn't have a problem meeting new people because you're an Aries.
1: I haven't met these people, too. They're just accounts on the internet. It's just superficial to me. I don't know any of them IRL. All I'm getting are freaking banana comments on my posts.
2: Yo, you should post something. You're an influencer
0: now.
1: No, I'm not going to post.
0: Kellen takes John's phone out of his hand.
1: Kellen, come on, give it back. Smile.
0: Kellen takes a
1: picture of John.
3: Sorry, Jackie. Sorry, Josie. I couldn't get you two in this shot. Just John and Lexi. Don't
1: post that, Kellen. Just just give him my phone, bro. This isn't even bad
3: for you, but if you think that it is, even better. You're messing with my future as a volleyball player.
0: John moves towards Kellen to take his phone back, but Kellen tosses it to Josie. Josie tosses it to Lexi.
1: Lexi, please, may I have my phone back?
4: It's already posted on your profile. You already have 92 likes in like 20
0: seconds. So many comments. Lexi gives the phone to John.
1: They're just common saying milkshake kid and chicken magnet.
3: If you hate it so much, why don't you just delete the post? Or do you low-key like the attention? Give it a week or two, bro. Just see how it goes.
5: Yeah, what do you have to lose?
3: Self-respect.
5: Oh,
2: that's overrated. Live la vida loca, take a chance. You always follow all the rules, John. Stop being perfect all the time.
1: Fine, fine. I'll keep it up for now. Whatever. It's like this meme thing is more about you all than me. So I will make the sacrifice of my reputation so y'all can get to the top of the few chain or whatever.
0: The bell rings. Lunch is over. Scene 7. The last bell rings to end school. John and Lexi get out of P.E. together.
4: First day of school and they make us do the pacer.
1: The Fitness Gym Pacer is a test multi stage aerobic capacity test that progressively gets more difficult as it continues. I memorized it last year, but once high school is over, I'm forcing it out of my memory.
4: Things do fade away when you don't interact with them for a while. Same thing goes for the video. I could tell you were annoyed with everyone telling you to, you know, do the opposite of what you wanted to do, but in time, people will forget. On the bright side, you'll always have a funny story to tell.
1: Yeah, I guess. This is just how I saw. High school starting for me. I didn't expect our pee teacher to call me the Milkshake Kid, but yeah, I guess I'll have to be patient. It'll be okay.
0: Scene 8. Present day, 2042.
3: So you were called the Milkshake Kid
1: all of high school? No, that's the thing about social media back then. Anyone could get famous. Anyone could become a meme and go viral. But after a while, people forget. After a while, it becomes an old trend or an old video. It's outdated. We were in an age of getting information instantly. And if you didn't keep updating what you did, people forgot you. You lost your clout.
3: So it was like a lesser version of today.
1: Essentially, things haven't changed. I guess not.
0: Lexi has finished grading her papers and walks downstairs.
3: I guess this question's easy to answer then. Thanks, Dad.
0: All right. What need help on, Nico. Any
3: questions? Dad actually answered it pretty well. It was a question on social media when you were both growing up.
4: Hmm... Did you talk about being a meme? Yep. I'm sure we could find it if we searched it up.
1: (gasps) Honey, no, we don't need to do that.
2: Yes, I want to see the video.
1: I found it. Oh, wow, it's a very specific title. Kid slips on banana
3: peel and spills milkshake over himself. Meme from 2016.
1: You know, some vlogger contacted me a few years ago for a Where Are They Now? series. Did you do it? Nope. The internet and social media are full of weird people. They don't deserve to know the whereabouts of Banana Buddy, a.k.a. Milkshake Kid, a.k.a. Cool Dad, a.k.a. John Chun, more like Joff Chun. Dad, please.
0: End scene. End of episode one. Wonderful job, everybody.
3: John, you you killed it, man. I mean, I'm still in character, Carl. God, <laughs> I got you, John.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. Here's the thing I think everyone did fantastic. I'm just thinking in my mind, like, wow, this klutzy character does not have a working cerebellum in his brain. <laughs> he just trips over everything. <laughs> I'm going to have fun torturing him. <laughs> You know that scene from
3: Spider-Man where he like catches like he does that cool maneuver and catches all the stuff before it actually falls. And like he's in front of the caught girl. Yeah, this is like exactly the worst case scenario of that. Where he has none of the powers and none of the motor skills. Toby Maguire can do this, so can I. And then
1: this happens. <laughs> Let's go.
2: I loved the jingle. Okay, I have to ask, what is clout? Oh social currency. <laughs> okay, got it. Thanks.
1: Well put. I guess, yeah.
5: Fame. Social, yeah. How new is that term? I've never heard of it.
3: Are you a clout chaser? Like, people will say that. They'll throw that around. If they like, to friends who think they're trying to do stuff for popularity, dude, you're clout chasing. Stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's basically the measure of one's social standing and influence. It's basically, and there used to be a website, I'm not sure if if it's around anymore, called Clout, K-L-O-U-T, that would measure your influence on a particular social media site or multiple. And like, as your clout points went up, like it would be based on number of followers, number of mentions that you would have, the amount of engagement. As your numbers ticked upward, you would get like more and more freebies of things that you could advertise on your your site. Like they send you swag. Yeah, basically. You could also have people come in and recommend you as like a as an expert to follow on certain things. I'm not sure that it's really that popular anymore if it's even still around, but yeah, that was kind of like an early as the influencer thing was starting to take off, kind of an early platform for measuring that sort of thing. Sounds really really difficult to be a kid. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you'd be right. <laughs>
0: So I want to build off that on a question for all of you, if you'd like to discuss it. So I'm very curious because we look at the way social media is in 2016. What then do you think the social media landscape of something like 2042 looks like? We obviously know that there is social media, that they can still look things up online. But there's something that Nico mentions about, let's see, towards the end here. Sorry, I'm trying to find this. So so it was like a lesser version of today. Essentially, things haven't changed. What do you think made the 2016 landscape then lesser? Because it still sounds like the idea of social currency and meaning is the same, but what's the lesser version that you think Nico was talking about? What sort of prediction do you have for what social media looks like in the 2042 segments?
3: So I guess how like how social media has changed as time progresses, like the ease of which or actually maybe more the frequency would be the right answer. Because like back in the pigeon times, information was like sacred. You would get it and you'd have to wait a month to get it again. But with stuff like DMs, you can just do it at a moment's notice. So what I'm thinking is in the future, it would just be somehow even more like more frequent somehow. Less gaps in real life and just constant digitization. I don't know.
1: It could be having to do, at least with my guess, is that Nico's possible potential future has to do with the idea that like, if we take a look at 2010, beginning of 2010 to now, influencers have taken hold and now we're paying a lot more attention to the influencers. And I think that's the key word here, attention, because like news reporters, people seem to care more about getting people engaged and eager to pay attention to their content or whatever they post on the Internet regardless whether it's true or not. And so my guess is that technology is going to keep on advancing no matter how far it goes. It's basically, do you guys heard of the Murphy scale or the Murphy's law of computation? So it it doubles every two or three years, I think. So Professor Murphy in computer science predicted the idea that that computational analysis, whether it's just a simple silicon chip, I don't quite know the wording myself, I have to go back and make reference notes. It'll double and double and and non-linearly exponentially grow to a massive scale and technology will grow over time. And in a matter of just a couple of years, you have information sending out everywhere. It'll be amazing, but humans are just as dumb as we are since the moment we are born. Humans need the time, whether it's like thousands of years ago, like Jacob mentioned during the times when people, you would send out scrolls or pigeons to send information. And I think it has to do with more with like humans trying to learn what to do with the advanced technology. You have all of this cool things that have advanced no longer lesser beings, but when he means nothing's changed, I think Nico means that, that people are still treating it like like a social media platform rather than potentially amazing technology. At least that's what I think.
0: That is fantastic insight. Thank you so much for sharing. I mean, th- this is welcome to the education hour. <laughs> I love that. That's why I want to have these conversations, you know, after the show is so we get these kinds of, of contexts and ideas. think it enhances the text to have these conversations. So thank you very much for sharing it. Does anyone else have any other insight that they would like to build off of what Carl just said? Aside from computational changes, Carl mentioning that the technology gets smarter while we stay the same, do you feel like maybe there might be, while our in, our relative intelligence levels stay the same, do you think perhaps our cognition levels change? Do you think that perhaps there has been some manner of better interfacing between the human brain and the social media at the time? There are some talks out there where people kind of refer to smartphones and laptops as something of a of an outsourced sourced brain that we have because we don't have to remember things as much as we used to. What do you think? Do you feel like that might be one of the advances? I
2: think I was just thinking about engagement as a metric because- And when we think about human connection and how like, you can compare how people are engaging with media today versus how they did 10 years ago, and then kind of just looking at that trend when Nico says it's a lesser version of today, that actually surprised me because it's the trend has been, it's getting easier and easier and easier to go viral. Like with the advent of things like TikTok, it's just one viral video, it's all it takes. You could get tens of millions of views. The fact that Nico says that it's a lesser version in the future makes me wonder if the way that people fundamentally engage in social media has evolved at that point. And so rather than engagement from a lot of people globally for a short amount of time and with shorter memory, maybe it's more about interpersonal relations in the future. And it could be that you don't have as much of a tendency to look at global content or like instant gratification media. And instead, there's more of a focus on friend group or whatnot in the future.
0: I don't know if that's likely, but that could be it. Well, that's why we predict. And I'm very curious to see how what we're talking about now then factors into the last episode when we'll have all the answers to what we're discussing. Maus from our Twitch chat has said I am loving these conversations. So So am I. Same here. So this is kind of reminding me then of something like a very popular trope in, I don't know how many of you are cyberpunk fans, but the idea of something of, I know that there's been talk about Facebook's meta universe and things, but that's not even a new idea. There's always been things like Second Life. I say, I would argue Fortnite has that sort of community that people are building. Minecraft, all of that. Do you feel like perhaps there might be something of this not a hundred percent transhumanist, but almost like a developing a world around the digital world where there's both a the digital life is very different than the ones that we're curating for ourselves now. Mm. I feel like I tend to be a bit more of an optimist
4: when it comes to like advancing technology. And I think in general humans like to be human. Like at the end of the day they're like, "Oh, you know, social media is so draining and like my eyes hurt from looking at the screen so long." So like I feel like we'll find ways to live with technology and incorporate them better rather than trying to like separate the digital from the physical. Maybe that's worse, maybe it's better, but I feel like in general people still find ways to like escape and they have their own forms of doing that. And I don't think, I don't know. I feel like it's not as likely that it's actually going to become that separate of a thing.
3: Maybe it's because my sense of like wanting to think that I know what the future is going to be like. But you all have seen like Dune, right? Or mm-hmm. you might have read it. Like, yeah. In movies. Oh my God. Dude, I just read it. Oh yeah. I read like half of it. It was really long. Couldn't get through it. But I once I saw it in theaters like last week and um God, it was crazy. But the one of the themes is that like technology has become so out of hand. Once you get that far in, that far into the future, that they actually banned it, banned it from all creations. It's kind of like Blade Runner.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: I'm kind of I guess I'd wonder what it would be like if we were to fall into that kind of kind of thing. Because right now it's um, I want to say that it's a downward trend because it's it's advancing far faster than like we can adapt to. Like my dopamine receptors are like fried. Like
2: you know, I could <laughs> see it happening, like a ban, because currently the success of a social media platform is measured in how much time it takes from you.
5: Yeah. Gun. I feel like out of all of you, I have no idea what's happening. And I am one of those people who are super into denial and just trying to avoid all of this social media stuff as much as possible. I'm still on my first smartphone that I got like six years ago. So I held out and didn't get a smartphone for the longest time. So all those terms that you said, Meredith, right over my head. Oh, I apologize. If you ever want clarification, feel free to ask. No, it's okay. So I think like I'm representing the denial person in this group in terms of like
0: social media. But no, I like that you bring that perspective. For one thing, it's a much more cost if your phone still works six years later, use it. You don't always have to have the barely works. <laughs> <laughs> but it still works. But no, so just for some context here, I did actually, and some uh, still occasionally do, social media professionally for corporations. So I do actually come from that. I do bring that insight, but I would prefer to have you know the group talk about it. And I'll just throw some stuff in every once in a while. But something I kind of feel like maybe there is a, that lesser in this context could also mean lesser in that it was unhealthier. I kind of like the idea that Lisa brought in that maybe lesser here means that they make a delineation better, that humanity has gone through its moment of still adjusting to social media and then finally hits an equilibrium that's a little more mentally and socially healthy.
5: But it could be anything. Yeah, but that is one of the reasons why I try not to be on social media as much as possible. Mental health is, I feel like it's much easier to bully people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. all of these things, you know, taking a video, posting it online on all of these different social media platforms. You want to click of a button and like millions of people can see it. So I would be worried for like my future kids for what may potentially be happening because I wouldn't know how to help them navigate that world. It's just a just a new form of bullying, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I mean, it does have its perks, connecting people across the globe, friendships, you know, long distance relationships, all that stuff. But it does increase bullying and decrease mental health, the longer you're on it. Crystal was mentioning engagement. I swear there's data mining when I'm like on my phone because I get all these ads and I'm like, I didn't Google search any of this stuff. I may have mentioned it to somebody and I swear something picked up on my phone and it's directing all of these ads to me, telling me what to buy, what to wear, what it's wild. It's insane. And I don't, it's beyond me.
1: (laughs) It's like they're telling you they're controlling your life. That's what it is. And that's the problem.
5: Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, it's curating like all your dates. Mm -hmm. It's curating everything without just by turning on your phone. Oh yeah. There's been times where I've
0: just said something and eventually it pops up in my ads because the mic's probably been listening in.
3: God, it's like a scary version of the law of attraction. My mom's like (laughs) deep into that.
0: But no, I am super interested in seeing everything that we've discussed and how this plays out. We did, Astrid, to build off something you just said. Remember, there was the mention that people were leaving racist comments. And that's probably the most solid example of bullying that we've seen so far. So we will have to see then how things reflect the contemporary reality and the prediction for the future. But this has been a very fantastic experience, very edifying to be discussing this with all of you. Very talented group. I'm extremely honored and excited to be working with you for the rest of this story, seeing how everything plays out and seeing how everything that we've talked about tonight might or might not. Ian might give us something that none of us even imagined. So, wonderful job. Does anyone have any thoughts before we wrap up?
3: Meredith, I will. I can say everything you said to us. Same to you. You're a
1: fantastic host.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah, this is great.
0: Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you. It's an honor.
1: It's a blast, Meredith.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have so much fun. We're gonna have a great time. And I'll go back to my natural hair color next week <laughs> maybe shave off the mascara beard
3: <laughs> oh, is that what you use?
0: that's okay. what it is yeah it's it's mascara so it looks like
2: stubble oh you did a really good job with it i think i was muted when i like originally came into the call i was like oh my god i love your costume and like nobody could hear me but like it's oh thanks <laughs> top notch love it amazing i
0: have the sleeping bag too oh of course right here with
1: me. <laughs> you got to have it. That's I really Yeah, it's, it. yeah. <laughs>
0: it's not complete without it. Yeah. I can't sit with it because I keep slipping out of the chair. <laughs> Darn. But no, it has been fantastic. Thank you all so much. I am so excited for next Saturday and to hear what you, to watch you all perform and to hear what you have to say about, about everything that we're talking about tonight. Very edifying. You should all be very proud of you. In fact, applaud yourself off while we wrap everything up. Applause for each other. Oh, don't mind. So Cold Cuts is based on an original idea by our writing producer, Declan Grogan. Music is by Vincenzo Torciello. How'd You Survive the 21st Century is... Written by EO. We do this every Saturday and every Tuesday. The videos will be posted on YouTube and the audio is going to be available on all streaming platforms. We do this on 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But if you miss us, come see us on the, the Twitch repeats or YouTube or as an audio drama on streaming. We got you back. You don't have to tune in every, we would like to see you tune in every week, but everyone's got lives. You're probably all out trick-or-treating. I may or may not be going out trick-or-treating for myself later. Cough, cough. They don't have to know I'm a grown adult. Cough, cough. Make sure to follow us online at Platform Prod Co. For more, and we will see you next week.